Welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode 430. I am your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from beautiful Kentucky here in the Gutterman KV. Chilly. It's getting, getting kind of wintry. Getting kind of wintry. Wintry. Uh, in, the, uh, in the Louisville, Kentucky area. Uh, but this is a Monday show, and um, we didn't really have much of a plan until like literally three minutes ago, right before we hit record, what we're going to do tonight. But uh, basically, uh, I, got, I got quite a few of the co-captains here and uh, the USS Negative Positive is going to set sail tonight. And we're going to I think we're going to reflect a little bit on the year because to be our, our as a gang, the last episode we do this year, I do think I might have a listener interaction email. I mean, I mean, not a listener interaction show, a listener takeover. That's it. I'll get the terminology right here. The listener takeover show, I think, uh, is in, a pro- in progress of being sent to me, so that may come out before the end of the year. But this might be the last time we as a gang get together uh, in 2023 on this uh, illustrious program. So we decided we're going to do a little, a little reflection, a little reflective uh, uh, back of the of uh, 2023 and, and our photography. And, oh, man, I, I've got so much reflection to be back on, and it's just going to be it's going to be great. So, uh but uh, so let's <laughs> uh, let's get to the co-captains that set and sell with us tonight. We'll start out in Los Angeles, California, La La Land, the city of angels. Mr. Andre Dominguez, how are you doing tonight, Andre? Howdy, howdy, folks! It is a chilly, lovely evening here in the San Fernando Valley, and I'm doing very well. Awesome. And then we'll move on down uh, down the uh, down the, the the California way. And we'll go to Chesapeake Bay, California, uh, uh, with Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Roxanna Angles. Uh, <laughs> how, are you, how are you tonight, Roxanna? I'm doing fabulous because I'm with you guys. Everything oh. is good. Oh, <laughs> I can't think of a better way to spend a Monday night. <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, then you really should uh, reevaluate your life, probably. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but uh, it is getting is. chilly in Indio, California here, so, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, probably the whole 79 degrees there. <laughs> right. I know, space. I had to break out a sweater. <laughs> I have, 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 have 3,000 watts of space heaters on each side of me right now. So I, <laughs> I was wearing a sundress just a few days ago with some boots, so it was great. <laughs> oh, man. All right, and then let's move on out to Alabama. Billy Sanford, our newest, uh, well, I mean, we can't call him a co-captain yet. He's got to earn his keep around here. <laughs> well, let's, get our, let's get to our cabin boy, Mr. Billy Sanford. Uh, Billy, how you doing tonight? Doing great, Mike. Uh, very happy to be here, of course. Uh, happy to be anywhere these days. Yeah, I, mean, I will say... <laughs> Billy makes his debut on the Negative Positives podcast, and then uh, immediately, like, I don't know, four days later, decides to have a heart attack. I, I, think, that, <laughs> I think the stress might have been much, a little much for him. I don't know. Maybe this, maybe he's not cut out for this cabin boy work. It's hard work. You know? It is. It is. I'm getting the hang of it, though, I think. <laughs> well, you know what? We, we might have to. I might have to, you know, put you on shore leave for a little bit, but uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, glad glad you're you're doing well and uh, feeling okay, Billy. Yep, thanks, Andre. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. thanks again to uh, everyone who reached out. Very nice, uh, very nice of everyone. Well, that's a, that's a really cool thing about this community, that's for sure. So, uh, uh, well, let's move on to uh, the last uh, out in uh, Octung, Germany. Um, let's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, 
it's one of the few German words I know, thanks to U2's album Octung Baby, I think is the only reason I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Mike Kukovic of the Drunk Dark Room. How you doing tonight, Mike? Doing all right. Actually, it's uh, 423 in the morning right now. Uh, where I am, so it's a, it's a, it's a bright morning. So this is uh, the first time I've had coffee while I'm uh, recording with y'all. So uh, so good morning. If, if you happen to be somewhere, it's morning when you're listening to this. How would you say good morning in Germany? Guten Morgen. Ah, okay. So okay. what's what's funny about that is one of our friends, uh, their their daughter is named Morgan. So I, I usually send her a message and say, hey, you know, in the morning everyone's talking about you around here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah you said Octung, it's funny that something came up and during the last couple of weeks everything's been nine 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 you know because someone got turned down at a bar not turned down but like someone at a bar wouldn't do what they wanted or i forget what the story was but it just turned out to because in german nine is no so okay. uh, yeah yeah nine nine <laughs> <laughs> we're joking about making a big stamp that just you know nine <laughs> maybe that maybe that's why maybe that's why my wife never understands when i say 69 uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dear>. oh man <laughs> what oh. <laughs> we gotta have manette on the podcast again <laughs> i think it's, yeah. it's time it's probably, it's probably it's probably overdue. I've made too many too many comments in the last couple of months that she would probably uh, maybe maybe give me uh, some grief about. But uh, so well, there you go. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, all right. Well, um, I guess that we're gonna kind of do a little reflection on 2023 and. Uh, we made the mistake uh, in the last uh, time we got together by not doing ladies first. So uh, you know normally we start with Andre and. and uh, um, but, um, you know, we, uh, we're going to, I think we have to start with, with Roxana, right? Ladies first. So, yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So Roxana, guys. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, we're just trying to bat time. So we are, so our dumb, bra- some dumb brains can come up with something to talk about, but, uh, I, I had a sneaking <laughs> suspicion. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but, uh, so Roxana, the, the year of 2023, like if you had to think about it, uh, from, from a, a photography standpoint, whether it be like your own personal work or, or just, you know, things that have happened in the industry or in the community, blah, blah, blah. What would you, uh, what would you think about this year? How, how would you kind of talk about the, how that, how the year has been for you? You know, it's been a good year. I feel like I've taken some different artistic turns as actually I think I always do, but, um, that's not something unusual. I like, I get bored really easily and I feel like I never stay in the same place with it all, but I really went into pushing my creativity with photography this last year. Um, and then also revisiting some things that I really enjoyed in the years past. Um, I think one of my favorite things that I got into this last year was double exposing um, lights and then shooting over it, like sparkly little kind of colorful illusion of bokeh, but double exposed. Oh, nice. And it was cool. Yeah, and you and you uh, you did little double exposures in the 
and the the creepy Halloween prints you sent us as well. So, yes, yeah. uh, you know what? And that was a revisit too because I've mm-hmm. done that a couple Halloween. So I feel like I kind of went back to my beginning of film roots this year, ah. and I did. I did some ghosting. I did some, and not like ghosting, like ignoring. I did some actual ghosting (laughs) (laughs) and um and I really like the double exposure vibe I I think that that was a fun thing to do and I really got deep into the rabbit hole of um Polaroid emotions this last year Mm. and like that you're talking was about, fun. about like the 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 overly expensive FP 100C type stuff or or no actually, I wish oh. I could afford that I don't right. know like that scares me I still have you guys this is so embarrassing I still have my roll of um, infrared that I'm scared to shoot I still, <laughs> still, I, still have, I, I still have a roll of it too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm petrified maybe maybe that's a future goal. I don't know. I'm so scared to shoot it. I feel like I'm really going to mess it up, you guys. So I, you know, I won't mess with Peel Apart either, because if I get my hands on some, I'm I'm going to mess it up and then I'm going to feel like I should have given it to Jess or something because she's really good with it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like I'd rather give it to some, like a friend that I know knows it rather mm-hmm. than to met, like try it the first time and mess it up. I, that goes all against my usual um, film photography mantras. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when it's so rare, I don't know. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I bought a lot of, uh, of like a bunch of old Kodak uh, black and white film from somebody here locally on a, gosh, I can't remember if it was craigslist or facebook marketplace or something like that and uh if it was craigslist that shows you how many years ago i would have been <laughs> i would have done that because <laughs> that place seems to be like uh, crickets now but uh uh but and one of the one of the rows was it was in it was just in a black container and it i didn't know what it was i opened it up and it's it's a row of the hie kodak you know infrared and you're not supposed Ooh. to take that out of the container in daylight which i my dumbass did so I don't even know if it's good, you know, like, I don't know, like, it's probably, uh, it may not even be good, but like, I still am like, I, I, there's, there's two reasons I don't want to shoot it. I don't want to screw it up because it's the only role I have and maybe the only role I'll ever have. And also, I'm pretty sure it's probably already screwed up. So I don't know if it's even worth <laughs> shooting it. So it's like either way, I'm probably, probably going to lose there. But <laughs> That's a double whammy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, I think in that case, well, you should just shoot it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, Mike, I, you got nothing to lose, man. You got right. nothing to lose. Yeah. Well, that's that's pretty much what I say anytime I take a picture at this point. But uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't mean that way. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I, I need to shoot mine too, so I shouldn't be saying anything at all. I need to be shooting that. So, so yeah, my emotion lists are good old Polaroid, which. Still is kind of expensive, guys. It's still mm-hmm. expensive, but you know what? It's all yeah. worth it. <laughs> Absolutely. So Absolutely. you go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Oh, I was just gonna say I've got a friend who lives out there that um, him and his girlfriend they started doing uh, Polaroid lifts, and it, she's gotten really good at it too. I think I think he helps and she does most of that, but it's it's really it's it's really beautiful stuff. I mean. And the ones you did, Roxanne, was with the gold in it too. 
oh, it's really, really nice. So, well, because I have cool. to complicate everything, you guys. It's <laughs> like I don't just do one level of, I have to make it complicated. And then I make it so complicated that I'm like, okay, I'm done with it. And now I'm bored. I have to make it, I, I don't, I, I know. I have to, uh, so I have, and, and I just, I wasn't going to talk about it, but I, um, I just started doing the emotion lifts on candles. Okay. Wow. On yeah, so I take a a candle and I've been putting the lifts on there, and uh, and then I let it dry and uh, I I put a sealant on it. But what's really cool is I feel like. With all of my art, I never know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. I I print it. I have stacks and piles of art everywhere, and I don't know what to do with it. But this gives me it gives it purpose, and I'm like, oh, it's so pretty with the fire behind it oh, <laughs> because yeah. I okay, lit so one. Sort of, yeah. sort of like backlit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it yeah. is. It's backlit yeah. with a flame. It's so fun. So, so when it when know. it melts down, does it release like a toxic chemical maybe i mean uh, i'll let you know in a few years (laughs) (laughs) you know all art is uh everyone has to suffer for their art that is that's how the best stuff comes out (laughs) no but that's really cool because if you think about it right that's like it you're putting that something you made on that candle and it's going to get destroyed, right? Like yeah. and it's not an act of barbarism or anything to destroy <laughs> it. Well, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, but like, if you think about stuff like, you know, old records, right. Every time you played it and dragging a needle through it kind of damaged it, mm-hmm. you know, and it would degrade it. And even with film, when, when we're fixing it, it, it's like stripping silver away and there's you know I don't know maybe it's too ten maybe that's not a strong enough connection but the idea of making something that is not really consumed but that that is it's enjoyed and it's beautiful but then it's gone that's uh, I don't know maybe it's a little part like life I, I, I agree so much it's like everything is just so kind of temporary and fleeting and you know you have to treasure each moment and yeah it goes away it's just but I really enjoy it while it's like being destroyed oh. yeah. yeah that's cool that's super cool I like it I like it a lot yeah yeah <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to make you all one so oh, yeah oh, well yeah, I'll do cool. that That'll be a, it will be by the time I, I get them all out, it'll probably be after Christmas, but you know, maybe it'll be a New Year's gift for all of you guys. There we go. And that way oh, we, that can be, cool. we can be reminded of the uh, Roxana's eternal flame of, of uh, creativity. Tell <laughs> <laughs> it's all destroyed. <laughs> oh, I just can hear Belinda Carlisle in my head now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, was that, that was the Bengals, wasn't it? Was that the Bengals? Yeah, yep, yep. Wasn't she the lead singer? Wasn't she no, the no, that was, that, that was uh, Belinda Carlisle was Go Go. So it would be Susanna Hoffs was the. Susanna uh, Hoffs. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Susanna yeah. Hoffs. I remember her. Yeah, that's why. Yep. 
and and I'm I'm actually ashamed that Billy Sanford didn't correct it first because he was the music and photography guy, like you know. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and then you gotta slap me down when I'm wrong, man. <laughs> all right. Well, wrong when when you all get your candle, you'll have to be playing that song then. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be. Oh, that'd be quite a sight, me sitting out here in the dark in the garage, one candle burning, listening to the bangles. It would be. I just really wanted the visual. That's amazing. That might be uh, just the thing to get the uh, negative positives YouTube channel off the off, <laughs> up and running. Maybe that's, just, that's our stick. Every all of our YouTube cha- YouTube videos are just one single candlelight burning, and uh, so uh, yeah. That's amazing. You kind of broke up a little bit. But our, our YouTube channel, using that for. Uh, I've never heard of it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. So, all right, Roxanna, any, anything else besides uh, your um, uh, new candle making uh, company? <laughs> I know, right? I'll be like, you'll be seeing them on Instagram soon, I'm sure. So nice, nice. Yep, yep. I think that 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 takes me to the end of 2023, and yeah, I can't be. Well, back. you had your uh, how how is like if you had to look back at your I know a lot of people are interested in this and uh and you, you know usually keep us updated on it. How, if you look back in the your photo club throughout uh, 2023, how did how did that did that grow or, or I, I mean I mean I know from the last time talking to you it seemed like it, it majorly did, but how would you look back on that as far as your your photo club throughout that year? You know, it's really um, it's been pretty steady. And uh, I say that because with with film and it, and I think I told you guys last time, it's like there's it's like a, a, a sub club within a club because right. kids are just shooting so many different things. I mean, now like there's the the little mini digital cameras of the 2000s are coming back in. Uh-huh, so now uh-huh. like that's the the hot item aside from film too. It's do you so have, do you have do you have kids shooting those the, the digicams or whatever? Do you have kids that are shooting those? And just a couple. Like even yeah. my daughter, she asked me for Christmas. She's like, "Do you remember that tiny little digital camera that you had when I was growing up?" And it was one of those like Sony cyber cams that uh, yeah. really was the yeah. size of a credit card, and you like flip down the little um the little door and uh-huh. cyber points, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so kids yeah. are shooting so many. Things. I know, I know. So I I found one for her for Christmas. So. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Well, yeah. That reminds me. Last year I was I was on a, on the struggle bus to find my son a a Sony Walkman, and then now you're looking for a Sony CyberShot. I mean, what's what's going on with uh, uh us, uh, us, us parents uh parents struggling to find retro <laughs> retro oh. gear for our kids these days? It's uh. It's all the nostalgia, the nostalgia it of it all. So yeah, I have kids that bring their own <laughs> Polaroids. I have kids that bring their own like. Fuji and I have a little subculture that shoots film and you know of course that's my favorite part and mm-hmm. and we usually um I develop for them and uh, and they'll pick a few to print out but they love it it's just it's so cool and uh, it's it's just it's my favorite part about working at a school I think <laughs> obviously <laughs> Nice. But it's been pretty steady. I, I've had the same group of kids. I think I, I lost one of them because she um, 
Well, she had some things and she had to move schools, but you know, a lot of the kids I work with, they, they struggle at home and there's, there's different things and they, they go through stuff. And unlike my last school, that was a charter school. And I feel like the retention was a little bit, um, they had a little bit more, um, I, I just didn't have so many dropping and adding of, mm-hmm. of children. It was really the same group. So sometimes I'll, I'll lose some kids and sometimes I'll gain. It just depends on what's going on. And, and in this economy, it's like, I feel like it's even worse. <laughs> so, you so know, around your, how do you get the word out around your school? Do you put up a bulletin board and say, Hey, do you like to shoot photography? Come see Roxana at I, room seven <laughs> B or like, uh, how, how do, you, <laughs> do, do you get on the afternoon announcements and play like the bangles eternal flame and, and like, uh, you know, you do right. a commercial. <laughs> over the... That's actually a really good idea. <laughs> 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 I can <just> <laughs> Well, you know, I talk about it because we have the larger photography club and we have club rush at yeah, the beginning yeah. of the year. So the, in it's kind of within the larger because we have like, I don't know, I think like 80, 70 kids that are part of the photography club. So it's, it's typically, I only have a few that are outside of that club because then I have, because a lot of the kids are kind of like, I don't know if you guys ever have seen that shirt, like the, the anti-social social club, like it kind of sums up the kids that like to shoot film. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I don't actually want to be part of that club. I want to go shoot film and kind of be on my own. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but that's how it kind of gets out is, is through word of mouth and through the photography club, because I'm always talking about it in there. So, and then sometimes my GSA, because I'm also the GSA advisor and, uh, and those kids are usually, I recruit them into the film club sometimes too. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So it's been a good year. It's been a really good year for the club. It's been a good year for my personal work and uh, I can't wait to, to see what's next, you know? Maybe maybe may your flame continue to burn bright through uh, 2024. So there you go. May it burn bright. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to. Uh, I guess we'll go. Uh, we'll go with Andre. Uh, and uh, Andre, talk about uh, 2023 for you. I know. Um, uh, you know, you've been a uh, kind of busy. It's been like a sort of a waiting, a hold period for you till you make a move, but. Uh, uh, where were you at? What do you think about 2023 and your personal photography uh, angles? Or not Roxana angles, just your photography <laughs> angles. <laughs> Andre, did he fall asleep on us, really? Andre. <laughs> Andre Dominguez. All of a sudden, I can hear M in, in his British, you know, English-sounding voice saying, you know, quoting that line from from the Big Lebowski, you know, you're not wrong, Walter, you're just an asshole. And that was exactly when Andre fell asleep the first time. <laughs> Andre Dominguez. Oh, man. Wow. Okay. I, do I have to do the traditional phone call, you think? 
Is that what we do in these situations? May as well. I mean, he's not on mute, so it's not like he's stuck doing something noisy all of a sudden. So, right. In full disclosure, I'm sitting in a chair, too, because I'd fall asleep if I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. 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 Uh, hey. Hi, Andre. Sorry. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Wow. Wake since 5:30 in the morning. Uh, okay, my bad. So I'm up. <laughs> I'm sitting upright. <laughs> 2023 for you. Uh, <laughs> a year of lots of rest, <laughs> um, sweet dreams, and uh, on the photography side, I will say the one thing that I did genuinely accomplish is the fact that I put in a lot of work and effort into um, slide film. Specifically, kind of learning the Kodak Ektachrome and its uh, relation to different lighting scenarios, what it can handle in terms of over and under exposure from different cameras, um, how like to use it with some, certain of my auto exposure cameras where you don't have the ability to choose your specific shutter speeds and apertures. Um, had a lot of fun doing that testing. Did you say uh, napatures? <laughs> napatures. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, no. Over overall, like, uh, really enjoyed doing that, and uh, was actually able to, you know, do at least one, uh, if not project, like one solid Vegas trip with uh, with Mr. Kukavika, um, where I shot pretty much the the whole thing on slide film processed the film mounted the slides and projected them and that's just it's so much fun it looks so unique and i I know for sure that i'm going to be doing that more often um in the new year uh the only thing that I, i i want to kind of expand on that is uh doing you know additional testing with the different uh, first developers that are part of the Cinestill CS6 Creative Slide family of chemistry, namely the D9 Dynamic Chrome and the one that I have absolutely zero experience with, which is the T6 Tungsten Chrome. Because uh, the idea of like nice, warm, rich tungsten balance slides uh, sounds like something just really, really cool that I have not done a ton of. Nice, nice. Any, uh, well, what about uh, from, uh, you know, I mean, you, you don't usually like to talk about it much, but uh, you, just from Cinestill, uh, how was how was uh, the year 2023? You feel like uh, you all did what you accomplished or accomplished what you wanted to accomplish in the year and and, and grew and all that stuff? I think so. Um, we we're, were uh, Jess actually may have uh, and Bill Manning and Sam Warner. I'm, I'm sure I could name uh, several more people who are you know friends of the podcast that likely received their um shipping confirmation emails for their 
400D 4x5. Very glad to kind of have that in the rear view mirror. Uh, <laughs> it took a lot longer to get that film out to market than we originally thought it was going to, but that was definitely a, a big milestone. Uh, we did our sort of sinister world tour of um, photo walks all around the world. I think we hit like seven or eight different countries. I led one of them uh, out in um, in Tampa, Florida. And we hope to do more of those in the future that seem to get a lot of, um, you know, positive reaction to, to people. Um, yeah, overall, it was a very, very good uh, year. I'll, I'll likely be hiring again for my customer service team at the beginning of, of next year as we continue to, to grow. Um, and, you know, eventually once I move over to the, the East Coast, that'll be a whole whole new set of challenges working remotely not seeing my coworkers on a on a day-to-day basis but that will free me up in terms of ability to to travel to see other folks that I haven't gotten a chance to to see in person yet or in a long time such as Mr. Gutterman yes and meet Mr. Kukavika on his on his uh you know stomping grounds rather than him coming to mine okay, man. but yeah mm-hmm. nice nice well, anything else, Andre? You want me to move to the next person? Uh, move to the next person. All right. Well, that sounds like a, a dreamy <laughs> idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like leaned my back and got comfy for a second. <laughs> obviously, obviously you did. Wait, how many is that now? Is that the fourth or fifth time? Uh, I lost track, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, he's been can he's been burning his candles at both ends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, we've uh, this segment's got let me let me let's go ahead, let's take us a break and then that way I can save the segment and I would hate to lose that, that <laughs> enthralling phone call to Andre to <laughs> I'm sorry guys. And uh so uh, we're going to take this break. I will say a, a little teaser. We, we do, we are, we're going to have some uh, at the, the last segment of the show. We have some listener emails and I have a, you know, I had a contest I announced on a, like a solo show of mine oh, well over a month ago for uh, someone to win a copy of Ian Turpin's uh, zine from the Ian Turpin from the ordinary photographer. He sent me two copies and I, I decided to give one copy away to a lucky listener. And we got like seven entries for that. So we got a, a box here with uh, the entries printed out. And uh, we will shake that box in the third segment and announce a winner of Ian Turpin's scene as well as uh, uh, that was Billy's uh, Sanford's ability. Give him a little teaser, a reason to stick around to the end of the show. So, uh, (laughs) so, uh, but with that, uh, we're going to take us a break and then we'll come back with um, a couple of other, a couple of the rest of us, our reflections on our 2023. So uh, we'll be right back, folks. All right, folks, we're back from the break, and we're gonna finish the rest of the the the, the USS 
negative positives, uh, the, the, you know, the, the sailors, we got our, we got our sailor suits on and looking snappy and snazzy. And uh, we're gonna <laughs> set sail here and and find out uh, about 2023 for the rest of the rest of the gang here. So, uh, how about we start with? Um, let's start with Kooks. Um, Kooks, how, tell us a little about your 2023. Where where is it? Where is it led you? What, what, what do you think about it? I guess whenever you think back, you think of positives and negatives, right? But 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 I guess the the one thing that I had never done before, and I already talked about it before, but I just can't help but to reference it because it still stings, is dropping my cameras on the ground. That 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 was. Then, but but I will say since the last time we talked, I remedied that. So I I did find another 80 millimeter uh, for the Hasselblad. And in fact, there was a couple listeners that sent me uh, listings like on Facebook Marketplace of <laughs> of lenses. So, but but when but I had originally given up on looking for one, and then that talking about it got me to go and look, and I found a I found a peach. So so I'm I'm back to normal that way. But anyhow, that's that's uh that's the negative side of it. So yeah, people don't be me. Don't don't do don't be like Mike. Make sure your your camera is in your tripod before you uh move the tripod. <laughs> Actually, before you let go of it. Um, yeah, but anyhow, the the on the positive side, this year I think something that I was able to do that I'd never done before was change the way uh, a negative looked from the negative to what ended up on the paper under the enlarger. I don't think I ever did that before. I was always trying to go for a representation or a cool, cool picture, but I never really thought about trying to, and this probably sounds like so infantile in this business, right? It's not a business, but in, in making, I mean, I myself and the, the the A word don't really go together very well. So art, I don't really consider what I do art. I, I think you, whoever's looking at it has to make that determination. But like the idea of changing something to look more like what I wanted it or what I felt like or what I saw to or, or you know, maybe there's because I don't know when you look at something, do you really see something differently or is it an emotion that you feel that kind of colors what you see and maybe the two things go together Mm -hmm. Uh, does that make sense at all yeah it does yeah Mm -hmm. um and and so yeah so i've I've done that actually twice this year so for me that was a a really big step um to to see something take a picture of it and then change that by the time it made it onto the print and uh i mean they were both cars so it's certainly nothing earth shattering or anything like that but uh but for me it was a big step so I'm looking forward to doing more of that next year. Um, but, but you know, otherwise this year was, um, I think that was really the, the biggest one. I, I, but I do think that I've managed to kind of refine what I'm doing. Um, everyone says it, it probably sounds tropey, but, to, you know, eliminate variables, right, and, and shoot less but shoot better. But even at the same time, though, well, I've see, got to know, that's funny because that's that's been my motto this year: shoot less and but shoot better. That's you know that's that. You know, <laughs> that's <what I> mean. <laughs> but but at the same time, you know, it's funny if if there's something I really want to take a picture of, I've I've gotten to the point of taking two or three negatives of it. So because I've had that where one negative ended up with a with a blemish on it, 
you know, and mm-hmm. I, I know you can retouch it, but I, that's, I guess I don't want to get ahead of what I want to do next year, but the retouching a, a darkroom print is something I need to do, uh, learn how to do, but it just gives me heart palpitations to take a brush and, and ink to something you killed yourself to make. <laughs> you know? yeah, so yeah. It just, it just scares the, the jeebies out of me, but, uh, Anyhow, but I should be able to. I used to build model airplanes, and that was a lot of brushing and small stuff like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm getting all – I'm just, like, all over the place. So I should have just stuck to answering the question, which is <laughs> looking back at 2023. <laughs> I'm not going to drop my camera stuff anymore, and uh, I'm going to try to make prints that really show what I thought, felt, saw, you know, the combination of all of those things instead of just what the camera saw. That's that's, and I made baby steps toward that. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you know, you're you, you know, you're 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 growing as an artist, there, Kooks. So, <laughs> well, I appreciate that, man. And I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say artist because you got to stop saying that your stuff's not art, man. You know, well, you you, you also uh, I think Kooks uh, for the first time this year, uh, like sold your your stuff at, at a local like art fair, right? Yeah. Well, actually, that was. Last October, I went three times this year and whiffed all three times. <laughs> no one bought anything from me, so but that's okay. I mean, like it's still I learned a lot from that too. I, I yeah. did learn a lot, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take another crack at it in in the spring for sure. Yeah, it's it's tricky, and you know, just the just having the balls to put your stuff out there too is is a it's, that's a big step, you know. So yeah. And it, an it is as kind an of, artist. That's definitely you're an artist, Mike. Right. <laughs> Stop right. downplaying that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Roxanne. I really appreciate that. And Mike and you, y'all, all y'all are very, very supportive. So yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, we love you, man. So you know, but um, <laughs> love you, man. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I'm not joking. Love y'all. You guys are all the best. Ah. Uh, one big happy family so um (laughs) that's right well we're in sailor suits so that's right right. (laughs) hey you know you know the uh, well bunch of cracker jacks (laughs) there you go yeah (laughs) nice all right well billy uh talk about your 2023 how how, how did you feel about it i mean you know uh i feel like you know I feel like you had somewhat of an somewhat of an eventful one, I guess. Yeah, well, <laughs> kind of closing it up with a bang, but uh. <laughs> no. I mean, it was a good year. I would say, you know, on the photography side of things. Um, so, like in my, I'm, I'm in IT is in my regular life. That's my my day job. And um, 2023 was kind of our getting back to normal year. So we kind of hit the ground running at the beginning of the year and it, it feels like it didn't stop. Um, so that took a lot more of my time and energy than I had been, had been required of me the, the couple of years prior. Um, so I, I think, you know, not as productive photographically this year as the past couple of years i did still shoot pretty frequently but nothing exotic or new or different you know like i had been inclined the last couple of years to try new things i didn't really it was very much a straightforward tri-x and hc 110 kind of year for me Mm -hmm. 
Um, but that was good, you know, because that's that's my jam. That's what I enjoy. So I got plenty of that, and that was that was great. Um, you know, you mentioned the podcast earlier, um, and that you know that was a, a, a huge blessing. Obviously, I think that's where I poured most of my creative energy into talking to all of these super creative, interesting, inspiring people who were kind enough to give some of their time to me and talk through their process. And that really filled my creative cup, I would say, Uh um, having the chance to do that. And then, uh, and, you know, finishing things up by, by, uh, jumping on the SS negative positives <laughs> crew <laughs> uh, and getting to hang with this uh, creative group for sure is 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 a great way to go out. I think uh, maybe you shouldn't say go out. That's probably <laughs> wrap up the year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would I don't want your stint to be a, a, a short one here. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Gallows humor at its best. <laughs> you can't make fun of medical situations. How, how do you get, how else do you get through it, right? I mean, that's uh, that's, that's you know, right. Have a have a heart. Oh, it's yeah. it's, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Mike, it's probably your revenge after the colonoscopy business, right? So you can, <laughs> right, right. You can direct it, this stuff at somebody else. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to get my prostate checked pretty soon, so I'm pretty sure I'll have a story about that one too. So. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! Well, all right, Billy, is that pretty much uh, what you got? Yeah, I think that that sums it up. I think 2023. Nice. Yeah, I I'm kind of obviously uh, no, <laughs> it's no surprise I did not. Sh- I, I'm I'm guessing if I had to think about it, I might have shot maybe. 10 rows this year maybe and uh somewhere around there i've been and uh, so very very low output and uh you know something roxana said earlier made me think about something and you know i always uh, come up with these things that are are these reasons why maybe i'm not shooting blah 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 but i remember when i I first really got into photography or really got really obsessed with it and and then then started this podcast and all this stuff and, and all i thought about was taking photos taking photos and like i was constantly um trying things um maybe more that was probably as close to roxana style as i ever got as i was always like let me try double exposures let me try uh putting uh uh this uh, uh this mask inside this camera and see how it screws up everything and uh and uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I did all kinds of weird stuff you know and uh and and then the last several years i've pretty much shot other than like my hoga i pretty much shot like just straight you know 35 millimeter slr photography you know and uh just got you know completely normal looking pictures and and but there's been a part of me that always did like the screwed up shots the screwed up uh photos and i'm kind of wondering if maybe somewhere in in this last couple years i've lost sight of the fact that i like uh i like screwed up pictures you know and maybe i i have maybe i need to get back to what i was excited about at the beginning which was you know trying to be a little a little weird get a little weird with it and uh hell yeah so yeah, <laughs> <Get> yeah. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like because you know, i feel like you know i'm to a point now where uh, you know like a, a color film shot with a 35 millimeter sl camera i mean yes it's it's got a film look to it but it's 
it's really not that different than a shot on my phone. You know, I mean, it is, but it isn't. You know, it, it's not. Um, uh, I don't. Know. And and so I, 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 the idea of shooting like that just. I don't know if that's really that appealing. Like I was thinking, like, honestly, when I go out, the last time I went out and shot, I took, um, I took a Hoga and, uh, uh, I did have a 35 millimeter SLR and I, I, I only took maybe one or two shots on it. And I had like this, uh, uh, oh, it's a Kodak Cresta camera. It's like a UK made, uh, plastic Kodak camera that they call it the, uh, the, the, I think they called it the Kodak Hoga or something like that. So I'm out there taking oh, shots with uh, like two really crappy cameras, and I finished you know like two rows that day, and in uh, in those two cameras, and the 35 millimeter SLR came back with uh, you know three quarters of a row still unshot on it, and I'm like, maybe do I just need to sell everything and just keep my Hoga? Like, am I, should I just become a Hoga photographer? Cause I, I feel like that's the only thing I really enjoy anymore with it. So, uh, I'm not saying I'm going to do something crazy and sell everything, but like, I keep thinking like, maybe it's, maybe I just don't like, um, uh, maybe I'll just like effed up shots now. Like, I, I don't know, but it seems like that's more exciting to me. There's yeah. something about it, Mike. There's something, yeah. you know, I think that it's unpredictable and, the, uh, you know, it's like, I feel like everything that we do is like to sometimes break away from the normal is mm-hmm. exciting and mm-hmm. yeah, I get it. <laughs> and, and also like, you know, I feel like, um, I'm not going to say that none of us would ever say, and no one should ever say that they, I've, I've mastered photography and uh, I'm good. I'm <laughs> no, good. <I'm> never. <laughs> I've, I've done it all, you know. Uh, but I mean, there's not much more for me to learn about it as far as like, as far as, yeah, there's plenty I could learn if I got into darkroom printing, which I don't really have the time or space to do. But like, but as far as actual the shooting of photography, I mean, I've heard it all. I've, I've learned it all. Now, that doesn't mean I practice it. And it certainly does not mean I don't screw up. <laughs> all the time but the knowledge is there so there's not really much left for me to learn as far as exposure and stuff when i'm actually out shooting there's not much left to learn there you know and the so, technical side right that's, yeah that's what you and mean. and but I mean, it doesn't mean I, obviously i still forget these things sometimes in the in the heat of the moment and i and i mess up but when i get the film back i'm like oh that's what i did wrong and i, and I know what i did wrong or whatever you know like but like um uh i don't know it, so something Sometimes the idea of taking a hoga out where uh, you don't have any choice, you know, you just, yeah. <laughs> you just, yep. you shoot it and pray basically. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I've actually been quite surprised with the hoga, how, 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 how rare something hasn't come out. Like they've almost yeah. always come out. And I think I've probably screwed up more on a good camera than I have on my, on my hoga. So, uh, uh, you have I, a magic one though. Mike. I do have a magic one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Folks, don't don't go out you know, and just sell all your stuff and just to buy a Hoga because you know, my mind has some something going on. <laughs> There's some voodoo going on there or something, but um, I don't know. But just uh, just uh, some thoughts there. I had, uh, uh, but uh, I will say, as far as my year though, I, I can say that uh, um, uh, I, music-wise, I, I I managed to put out an an album every two weeks this year, which is my goal. And it was a ridiculous, uh, <laughs> ridiculous goal. And, uh, and it ended up taking way more time than I, well, I knew it was gonna be a ton of time, but like, 
uh, I did it. And now, granted, 90% of those albums were electronic albums that were much easier to produce. But I did it. Like, I, and I, I have, uh, I'm putting out one tonight or tomorrow, and then I'll have one two weeks from now, and I will have made it through the entire year where I release some sort of album every two weeks for the entire year. Now, that's, that's uh, so, you know, I, I wasn't completely uncreative or unproductive. So, um, it's just uh, my, um, my, I guess my, my pendulum swung more, more towards music this year, I guess. So, but um, we'll see what happens. But that's a lot, Mike. It's a lot. Twenty six, <laughs> right? Every two weeks, that's twenty six. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like, <laughs> and much like my photography, I won't claim that it's all good, but it's it, it's it's out there, and I did it, you know. So, uh, um, but yeah, yeah, but uh, Mike, we got to ship. You know, that's one of the problems. That, that we have sometimes is that it's easy to just obsess over stuff and just get nowhere. You know what I mean? But, th- mm-hmm. but at a certain point you have to, you have to call it and, and ship it. And, and yeah. you did. And that's a good yeah. part of it. I actually had somebody ask me, <laughs> uh, it was one of my musician friends. He's like, dude, like how do you determine like which ones you're going to put out and, and like which ones you don't put out and stuff like that. I was like, uh, I, I put it all out. <laughs> like, like I just, I just, <laughs> Get it just, all out there. I just don't care. I mean, somebody, you know, it's much like when you, like when I used to do art shows, you know, uh, I would put, you know, pieces up that I was really proud of and the ones I wasn't proud of. And if people always ended up yeah. liking the ones I wasn't proud of. So like, you know, it was like, maybe it's the same with my music, you know, the ones I saw that if I, if I don't put something out, cause it, that, I don't think it's that great. Somebody else ended up thinking it's, it's the best thing I've ever did. So I mean, who knows? Like, you just don't know. But, um, uh, I, I, I sort That's, of feel like, uh, unless yeah. it's, unless you could absolutely un, un, uh, undeniably say it's garbage, uh, you might as well just go ahead and put it out there. I'm like, you know, what am I gonna? What am I gonna lose my record contract? You know, like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> what's it really gonna hurt? You know, so. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. I love that you're creating so much, Mike. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's, been, it's yeah. been. Thank you, thank you. It's been it's been fun, and like uh, you know, I still have people. Uh, you know, even new things, new accounts, and new channels and uh, stuff using my music and stuff, and. It's always just a really th- like when somebody uses your stuff to like help to help, you know, uh, I don't know, um, embellish their work. You know, it's 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 a really cool thing, you know, because, I mean, they, they're putting their heart into yeah. something. And if they think something you did is good enough to put on something that they're put their effort and their creativity into, yeah. it's, a, it's a pretty, a pretty big compliment. So but um, but yeah, so definitely. All right. Well, uh, I think we'll take us uh, one last break here and we're going to come back with some uh, listener emails and uh, we're going to give away a zine. So uh, uh, we got this box right here. And then we also we got it. We got to wake up Andre again. So. uh, But uh, all right, folks, we'll be right back for the final segment. Folks, we're back from the final segment, and we have some listener emails to get to. Uh, I got like four emails here, uh, so uh, we're going to start off uh, with an email from Mark Foll, and uh, I believe we got Kooks going to read this. Uh, Kooks, can you tell us what Mark Foll has to say? Yes, sir. 
He writes, uh, hi, Mike and gang. I hope you are all well. I wanted to say that I listened to the Ted Vieira episode and I found it very inspiring. Even though I don't do any glamour or nudes, I found this talk very interesting. And by the way, I am old enough to remember when Earl Scheib only charged $29.95 for a paint job. <laughs> also, I listened to Kooks and Andrew Brockhausen. I know how to pronounce his name. I studied Flemish a while ago, and I see Andrew's good work on um, APUG, Fotrio. For your information, the technical term for an overexposed negative is brick. I had one of those once. I exposed an HP5 disposable camera in bright sunlight and the image area I wanted was about third of the area of the neck. Base exposure when printing an eight by 10 in the darkroom was two minutes. <laughs> and the top half needed about another minute burning. Definitely a brick, ingrained the size of oatmeal. Keep up the good work, stay positive and shoot some more cool film photos, Mark. Awesome, so, thank you. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, that's that, that that's uh, up your alley. I don't know anything about this darkroom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <all blue. laughs> well, well, the first thing I was going to say is, uh, in my on my business trip, there was uh, some some guys from different countries, including a guy from Belgium, and I ended up going uh, with a couple of the other guys on a little trip to Heidelberg on on two Sundays ago, and he had the navigation in his car on on Flemish, I guess. And holy cow, listen to that lady talk. I'm like, what? What is this? <laughs> I mean, I, I can't. Anyway, it was uh, so. So it, Brock, Brockhausen looks a lot less scary after listening to some of that. But uh, but knowing how to how to say it from from just knowing it, that's that's pretty cool. I remember um, when I had that when I had to type the show notes to that uh, to that particular both the episodes you had him on. I had to like check the spelling of his name about 17 times before I typed it properly. So like. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's hey, it's tough but, it's not but that, good it's not guy that it's, yeah it's not that it was that i just wanted i just didn't want to screw it up you know so you know. no i'm with you man i'm totally <laughs> with you and and this this brick thing i i hadn't really heard of that but i i get it right i mean i one time i i did have a, a print that was took a really long time to expose once it was uh some triax that expired in 74 and it was pretty dense uh, and it was dark. Like the rebate was, I don't know. They talk about film being fogged. I, I'm not really sure what that is. This one, I would guess it would be if it was that old, but it was just that the border was dark. Like the whole, when I pulled the, the film out of the tank, I didn't think there was anything on it because mm. it was just like, I had to shine the flashlight from my phone from the other side to see any image. Uh, and in the end it was like, what was it? I had to do it in chunks. Two 99 second exposures and then like one half of that or something. I don't know. But yeah, it's funny. I didn't know they called it a brick. I didn't know there was a technical term for it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so so thanks, Mark, for writing in. Glad to glad to hear from you. Awesome. Yeah. All right, we'll move on to the next email. This is from Paul Votava. I think we're gonna have uh, uh, Roxana read this one. Yeah, all right. So Paul writes. Hello. Actually, Paul, hold on, hold on, Roxanne. Paul actually oh, yeah. uh, he wrote in because he was one of the people that entered uh, for the the zine I'm giving away, Ian Turbin zine. So he actually included this nice note with his entry. So there you go. Nice, nice. All right. Yeah, I think he mentions it at the at yeah. the end of his email. Very cool, Paul. So here you go. He writes, "Hello, I love listening to the Negative Positives podcast. Always looking forward to new episodes." I've been shooting film longer than I would like to admit, LOL. Uh, 35 millimeter and 120, about evenly mixed. 
I have picked up a lot of cameras over the years and like to get them all sometime off the shelf, life balance or off balance with work. Doesn't permit me to shoot as much as I would like, but I even take cameras to work and shoot some film at lunch to get them some analog time. I have a, a bathroom darkroom and develop my own film, black and white and color. I like, I like Paul. Paul, you're my guy. Okay, yeah. I'm going to keep on going. <laughs> I will be adding Ian's The Ordinary Photographer podcast to my subscriber list. And I've been wanting to explore making zine as well as so the timing is perfect. I've tagged a few photos, negative positives, and even negative positive podcast on the social media. Not sure which one is better, but I hit them all. Should be good. Keep up the excellent work, entertaining work. I'm following and enjoying listening to the buried content. And I'm throwing in my hat for the zine. Later, Paul. Paul, I love this. I love this whole email. This is, I I love that he's developing. And I'm I'm actually really inspired because you, you all know I need my dark room back. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, and you know it's nice to. You know, I got got a couple. I like he says. Um, uh, enjoy listening to the varied content because uh, we're not <laughs> we're not always really bringing bringing the hard hitting facts about film photography all that often. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely varied. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, we'll move on to uh, 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 this one goes to Andre. It's an email from Paul Friday. Uh, and I think this is probably where I'm going to have to insert the clock sound, uh, the, the ticking sound uh, in the editing process here. But uh, uh, <laughs> well, hold uh, on. let me let me get my chest closer to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Friday says here, Mike, has Andre got this on his list to Santa yet? And it is a. Uh, link to an insanely thin wristwatch collaboration between Ferrari and Richard Mille that is a staggering 1.75 millimeters thick, which is insane. Although it's hilarious because when you look at the picture, you're like, what if you bent this thing? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, the thing is insane. So, if, um, Mike, when are we when are we getting the 1.5 millimeter thick Ford watch? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they give they gave me a Ford watch when I hit my 20th anniversary. I think I get another one when I retire at 30 years. So maybe uh, maybe it'll be a, a nice thin one uh, like that. But uh, it won't it won't it won't be uh, probably won't be Ferrari thin because you know we got to build them for tough. You know, so. Uh, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> also uh somewhat you know related somewhat unrelated um i watched uh i finally got around to watching ford versus ferrari in um in, nice. in here in 2023 fantastic movie guys please go watch it the cinematography is great uh the soundtrack is great extremely well acted like i'm not a huge car guy and i loved it yeah, I, you know, as a, as a Ford employee, everyone has asked me if I've, I've had many people ask me if I've seen it. And I've literally have seen most of it, but I've never seen it all the way through all at once. I've pr I'm pretty sure I've seen it all just in different patches. And like I've, not, <laughs> I've yet to sit down and see it from beginning all the way to end. So I need to like take in the full experience that way. But uh, from mm -hmm. what I've seen, it does, uh, um, you know, 
Ford, uh, Ford uh, had had a pretty good pretty good day back then. So there you go. But uh, um, random random question for you guys: Do do you like as adults still get presents that are like surprises, or do you just kind of pick out what you want? <laughs> well, it's funny. Uh, this is the first year my sons got together and like in secret. Uh, uh, it conspired and got me something. And this gigantic box is behind my Christmas tree now. It is huge. And I have no idea what it is. And, uh, but they've got me something. And it is a, this box is probably four foot tall, like three <laughs> foot thick. Like what, <laughs> what could it possibly be? It's not long enough to be a guitar. It's not heavy enough to be a guitar amp. And God knows, I'm pretty sure they didn't buy me, um, some large format camera. So <laughs> I have no idea what it is, but, uh, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> like when we're little kids, we like, we want presents that are like the biggest size box. And then as we get older, you get to a point where you're just like, Oh no, it's a really small box. <laughs> what could this be? <laughs> Film. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You know that that is a cool thing about being a film photographer. Someone can give you a roll of film, and it just it just makes you happy. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, I, and or if you ever go to like if you have the luck to go to a big camera store like B and H, right? You can you can buy a roll of film and walk out the door and feel like you got something cool, and you didn't have to buy it, spend ten grand on some medium well, format digital camera, right? I mean, yes. One of my. One of my cousins one year went to my aunt's Christmas party and one of my cousins gave me a, a gave me a gift. And as cousins, we don't give each other gifts. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, we don't get it. You're making me look bad. I, I, we don't give each other gifts. Like, what is this? Like, you know. And so I, I opened it up and and I was so excited about it. It was like the most exciting part of that night. And I got several gifts from my aunt and from my sister and stuff like that. But like and but I was, I was super excited. And it was all it was was a. Like a, a no, like a no name Instamatic camera. Like you can't even, you know, you can't even get film yeah. for it anymore. And it like, uh, and, and I was like, but I was still super excited about it. And I'm like, just because it was a camera, even though one I could barely yeah. shoot unless I really modified or something. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, it, it doesn't take much to make us happy. Yeah. So um, not but, at all. I just sent out my emulsive Santa too. Oh, there you go. I feel, I feel bad that I didn't participate this year. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't participate either. I, I, I I uh, uh, not been so good about sending things out, which is not a good thing to say right before I announce a winner of a contest. (laughs) 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 Well, speaking of of, of winners, um, I think this is the second year, not in a row, but total since we've been doing the uh, Sinistil Holiday Party uh, Rochambeau, a.k.a. Rock, Paper, Scissors contest where I've come in in second place, uh, which does still get a prize. Actually, the way that we do it is that the, the the top two people get a prize and then you can like the, the, the person who wins first place gets to decide which of those prizes they want. And so the the uh, the two kind of top prizes was a bidet from the brand Tushy because oh. we are big fans. <laughs> Sinistil, I, I, when my first thing that I did for Sinistil was install the bidet at our old, uh, <laughs> our old office. And place, uh, or, or the second prize 
was a, a Fuji Instax wide printer, which is what I gave my parents for, I gave to them for, for Christmas last year. And we had so much fun with it at the holidays with my sister and her fiance. Like the last day of our, of our trip, we all just kind of sat down around the, the dinner table and we were Bluetoothing pictures to it until we ran out of film. Um, everybody got to take home, you know, a few Instax prints. And after giving that to them, in the back of my mind, I was like, man, I want to get one of these at some point, but I never pulled the trigger on it. So, uh, number two, first place, I, I came in and I, I got the Instax printer. Nice. 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 Hmm. Uh, no, see, no, no good deed goes unpunished, right? So, uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Well, so let's move on to our last email. This is from Alan Perez. And uh, he, uh, uh, I think we're going to have Billy read this one. Yeah, so just a little bit of background for anybody who may have missed it. Alan is referencing my solo episode from a couple of weeks ago. And just uh, real quickly, what I, one of the things I talked about in there was if you found yourself in the hospital, would you want your camera to document that experience? So Alan was kind enough to write in and he says, first of all, I wish you a complete recovery. Most people say speedy, but I'd rather have slow and more complete. And if they offered cardiac rehab, do it. And if they didn't ask about it, uh, it was an important six or so months after my valve replacement surgery. As far as photography goes, during your hospitalization, you didn't need a camera. You probably had a phone, but you were probably a little distracted. I remember thinking about pictures of the room, the monitors, the other equipment, and imagining some photos, but I never took any. I do have one memorable photo that my wife took on her phone while I was in the ICU. My skin was gray. I was hooked up to monitors, tubes, and all manner of machines, and I was asleep due to anesthesia. I look back and think about how my life was in the hands of others. I did use the photo for a project of sorts. At my first follow-up visit, I baked cookies for staff on the different units. In the thank you note, I included a copy of that photo and one of me baking. First, it emphasized the progress I had made since surgery, and for the ICU staff, I knew they wouldn't recognize me as a well person, but they might in my ICU best. Wishing you and your family a wonderful holiday season and a happy new year, Alan Perez. Thank you so much, Alan. I appreciate that. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, and thank you, Billy, for doing that solo show. It was a very you did a, a for your first uh, solo show outing on negative positives. So, yeah, kind of. Kind of put, I got a bunch of solo shows out there and uh, kind of kind of put me to shame. Like there's no, no, uh, you know, <laughs> no, 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 uhs and ums all the time and and does and I don't knows. And uh, uh, yeah, you just uh, did a great job. And um, so I look forward to, to, to getting some more of those from you in the future because, uh, yeah, I think you did a good job with that. So, folks, if you haven't checked out Billy's uh, solo show, it was uh, I guess it was the last episode we put out before this one. Uh, give, it, give it a give it a give it a listen to. So, um, yeah. Well, appreciate that. Yeah, I, I haven't uh, listened to it yet, but you know, from, from talking to to Gutterman, you know, in the past few days, 
he's brought it up and I've, I've, I've even downloaded it. I just haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> like this, this topic hits very close to home. I know that I've spoken on the podcast multiple times about how one of my biggest photographic regrets is that I like was really adamant about people not taking pictures of me during that time. I didn't bring my camera to the hospital. I didn't really document any of that because I was in just such a such a terrible mood for months. And uh, I hope that, you know, some of the perspectives that that Billy and Alan have shared on this for anybody who is going through a hard time, um, you know, you don't look at all of that, especially the the thought of taking pictures of that whether it's self-portraits or you know just documentary stuff around the hospital or like during recovery i hope you don't view it as negatively as i did because i've i've come to really regret that i don't have a single like visual representation of that even if it was like not to share with anybody else but just for me like all i have go on are my memories Mm-hmm. yeah it's it's tough i don't think there's a right or a wrong and just you know spoiler alert but i i didn't really document my stay i do have a couple of cell phone pictures um like alan mentioned um you know but it's it's first i mean first of all you're you, it's not the thing that you're focused on in the moment you know you want to be healthy and you want to do whatever you need to do to get healthy <laughs> yeah 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 um but, but yeah i i can totally see where some people would feel like you know this is not something that i want pictures of <laughs> i don't i don't want to remember this or look back on it or something like that i think Uh it's a a person who you know it if you're into photography and or projects it it is a very compelling topic i think but if you're not into those things just an ordinary uh, part of the general population so to speak i i I wouldn't imagine that they would be taking a lot of pictures Uh Yeah, I was just thinking it is kind of like it's one of those things like you wonder, like, obviously, at the time, you're probably not thinking about it. uh, And but like, I wonder, like, even like Andre, it was adamant about not wanting pictures during that time. But like, I do wonder, like, you know, years down the road when you're when you're okay and you're like, hey, man, that was a a big part of my life, and a big turning point. And and maybe, you know, uh, and I got through it and look where I'm at now and everything's good. And like, you know, maybe maybe then you could look back at it and be glad you have something to some kind of document of it or, or maybe maybe you just don't want to look I, back at it you know like i don't know point point and shoots have always been like dumb selfie machines for me like mm-hmm. i don't i don't enjoy using them for most kinds of photography but they are extremely well suited to turning the camera around and facing you and taking you know silly little snapshots like that and throughout the entire time that I've been shooting film, when I'm around friends, when I'm around family, at some point I take a dumb selfie. And there's a huge hole in that period of my life, partially because of the mood I was in, you know, my my right arm being unusable for three and a half months, um, all that, where 
there's there's just such a lack of that aspect of my self-expression super duper noticeable when i go back and look at my archive yeah yeah. like there's there's the black hole of of uh photography yeah wow yeah yeah i just wanted to say like from the other side of that you know my wife and my niece they were both um pretty sick and had pretty pretty serious battles with cancer and i'm really uh, appreciative that they allowed me from the other side of the story to take pictures of them and things like that i mean especially my wife because i i know that it, you know it really she had a really difficult time with it and she was not in a great mood but she i don't want to say put up with with it but you know what i mean like it I, there were times i could tell she wasn't really loving <laughs> point my right. camera at her but she she still right. went along with it and i really appreciate that she did that um uh, and same with my niece, although it is kind of funny because with both of them, th- those are hard pictures to go back to, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. and, and, and her, my niece's family, they don't seem to have any interest in any, any of that right now. So it's going to take a long time for that to, but then again, I mean, she was really in a fight for her life. So it's, it's yeah. like, they, they all suffered a lot of trauma from it, but, um, but yeah, so I, I guess from the other side is I, I know what I look like and I, I don't really like when people take pictures of me. But if I ever end up in the hospital, I, I can't say no. I mean, just be pretty critical. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so right. I'll just I'll just have to grin and bear it. <laughs> so um, but uh, but yeah, I, I do think I mean, from from the outsider's point of view, watching what someone's going through, someone that you love and and what they're dealing with it, it is a compelling story and it, not for like the photojournalist part but as as to well it basically like what andre missed right i mean kind of the the yin to the yang of of what he said of how there, there's a hole in that part of, of his history so um yeah i i encourage people if, if you can find a way to ignore the camera even if you don't like it it, it wouldn't be a bad thing you might mm-hmm. might really change your mind later on yeah. And, and like yeah. some point as an example of, of how I changed with my perspective of all that, right? After me having to have my valve replacement surgery, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to be on uh, blood thinners for the rest of my life. Any injuries that, that involve uh, open wounds are not fun and bleed a lot and are a huge pain in the ass. And one of the pictures, although it wasn't taken on film, that I think is so emblematic of. <laughs> my kind of like immediate post-surgery not immediate but like post-surgery era of my life which some og negative positives listeners may remember because i think i might have posted it to the facebook group i'm surprised i didn't get taken down for violating terms of service is the picture of me in the er uh after i cut the corner of my pinky off i remember that yeah trying to make the rat instead of studying for my accounting final and there's just blood like running down my arm I'm oh dear lord sitting there in the hospital bed with a big dumb grin on my face yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looked like a serial killer uh but uh yeah but, uh, <laughs> like oh, <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna say that unsolicited bloody foot pick that you sent to jess right so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you actually send it to her or not, but you should have. (laughs) That was when I dropped a knife on my foot. 
trying to cut some mushrooms. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe cooking mm. is not the not the not the option. <laughs> but, uh, uh, mushroom management style isn't a good thing either, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I think that's uh, that's all our emails, and we have this contest. Uh, I'm giving away uh, uh, a, a copy of uh, Ian Turpin's Zine. Uh, it's a, it, the Zine is called A Little Piece of History, and it's a as I, I talked about it. Uh, it's a zine where he works in a, in a charity shop uh, in. Uh, in uh, the UK and uh, it's all these photos of like knickknacks and things that are on the shelves of this, of this charity shop. What, and it's what, what a neat idea for a zine. And uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff that reminded me of my childhood in, in some of these uh, knickknacks of, uh, of straight. It's a really, must be a really cool, we would call them thrift stores. I believe they call them charity shops over across the pond, but, um, but yeah, it looks like a, a place I would really uh, get lost in. But uh uh, but it's a re- really cool idea for a zine. It, 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 one cool thing is as you're looking through it, you got to pay attention because at the end there's a little pop quiz that, <laughs> that asks if you saw caught all these things uh, in the zine. Uh, uh, so I thought that was an interesting way to end it, like uh, a little, a little, a little, oh, uh, hunt, hunt and find or seek and find. There you go, uh, of uh, some little uh, doodads in the in the zine. But uh, Ian Turpin does the Ordinary Photographer podcast, and uh, I kind of use this contest as a way to get people to remember that's the name of his podcast. Cause I had anybody that emailed in that wanted a chance to win the zine. They had to say the name of his podcast in the, uh, in the, in the, in the email. So, <laughs> so, and, uh, but we got seven entries. So, uh, I guess we need to find out who the big winner of, uh, Ian Turpin's zine is. Uh, I will ship it out. Uh, hopefully sometime I'll, I'm actually be off work. Uh, uh, I work a long week this week, but I'll be off work a week after Christmas. So maybe I'll get it out then, but, uh, but anyway, somebody has to tell me what I need to do with this box of entries. Is it, would someone like to tell me what I'm supposed to do with this? Shake that box. <laughs> yeah, shake that box, Mike. <laughs> oh, man, the suspense. <laughs> All right. Who do we got here? Who's the big wiener? The interpretation. Big wiener is Ethan Greenwood in Hazlitt, Texas. Ethan Greenwood. Woo-hoo. You are the winner of uh, Ian Turpin's Zine, and thank you for putting your e- uh, your address in this, so I don't have to email you and get that. You you, you actually obeyed the instructions, so I, I don't have to disqualify you. So uh, <laughs> I will get this zine <laughs> sent out to you, Ethan Greenwood, big winner of Ian Turpin's Zine, Ian Turpin from the Ordinary Photographer Podcast. So uh, congratulations, Ethan. Um, there you go. So with that being, so Mike uh, was. Was was putting the, the the name of the podcast in the email? Is that like the blue M and M's, the Van Halen contracts? You know, remember that <laughs> right, story? Right, it's, yeah, it's in the it's in the rider. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, you know, didn't I, put that in. Do you just I, know they didn't read it. I actually have a, a buddy that works in the in the hotel industry, and he was I think it was like this Ariana Grande stayed at his hotel or something, and like her rider was ridiculous, and like he sent it to us. I think. Probably shouldn't have because he probably could get fired for that. I don't know, but um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was like, I mean, they were going to be there a night, and there was like literally a week's worth of food and drink had to be in this refrigerator uh, and all that. It was just ridiculous. But anyway, um, someone uh, he I don't know if it's him that told me this, uh, but he said sometimes when people make these crazy requests like uh, only blue M and M's or something like that, it's to test the to test them to see if they're uh, just how much they're like how closely they're following the, the it's like to see how yeah, uh, they read the contract right 
Yeah, yeah, so you can read it. It's like a test to see how closely they're following the instruction or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 But and that's the way that that was. I think it was they wanted a dish of M and M's with no blue ones in it or something uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. But like yeah. just some inane thing. But it's like if if you didn't read it, then you wouldn't know it. And it's just a little simple way to do it. And it sounds like ridiculous. I mean, this right. other thing you're talking about that sounds really ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> but something like this is just like a little just a little tell, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> RTFM uh, people, RTFM. Right. Well, when, when I when I become a famous rock star, it'll be pretty simple. Uh, you know, a, a Mr. Pib and a six pack of Miller Lite. That's it's gonna be. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, anyway, uh, it is, folks. It is the Christmas season, the holiday season, and this is actually will be the last time we are on here as a gang uh, to um, uh, until the new year. So. Um, yeah, I just I uh, think we all would like to wish everybody Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all that good stuff, Happy Hanukkah, um, all these, all the holiday seasonal greetings that we need to get out there. But uh, uh, so hey, if uh, any of you four would like to to put out any holiday wishes before we go, uh, now now's the time to to say what you need to say. Happy holidays, everybody. We'll see you next year. Yep. Happy holidays. Hope you didn't do anything to get coal in your stockings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Happy holidays, and uh, hope you have, have some time with your family and get a rest and recharge, and uh, come back stronger than ever for next year. That's right. That's right. And I am going to finish this uh, episode at the very end, uh, right? Well, right now, because we're not going to, have to give our social socials will be in the uh, in the closing music credits. But uh, right as we get out of here, I'm going to play. As tradition that we've done for the last several years, uh, a previous guest, uh, Minson Sowers, he sent us that guitar uh, Christmas medley, right? And we oh, played yeah. it every Christmas mm-hmm. for the last couple of years. I think it was called Hark the Joy, I think is what he titled it, where he just plays all the, all the hot holiday licks uh on on the electric <laughs> on the electric get banger and uh so uh it's a <laughs> so we're gonna hear uh mints on sours uh with uh, uh hark the joy is a guitar uh, christmas medley is a kind of our tradition around here so uh we'll finish with that so folks uh everybody again have happy holidays uh we can talk to you in the new year there may be a uh, another show come out with a listener takeover but uh, as far as us you'll hear from us in the, in the new year so uh again have a great holiday, and uh, everybody stay positive. And shoot, shoot, shoot some cool, cool film. Film. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was that's like a choir of angels. It really was. <laughs> a choir of one angel, Roxanna. The rest of us are the rest of us. <laughs> oh man! All right, folks. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Happy New Year, and uh, yeah. We'll see ya.
I'm Roxana Angles, and you can find my photography on Instagram at Roxanalog or my shadow account, Galonixor. This is Andre Dominguez. You can see my photography at Andre on Film, periods in between. The more kind of personal, less artsy, fartsy stuff is at Andre.snapshots. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate your time and your mental energy in, in listening to us. If you'd like to talk to me or if you'd like to take a look at my work, uh, you can find me on Instagram at The Drunk Dark Room. This is Billy Sanford, and you can find me on Instagram at B. Sanford Jr. I'm Mike Gutterman, and you can see my photography on Instagram at Gutterman Photo. You can email this program at negpositives at gmail.com. That's N-E-G positives at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group, the Negative Positives Film Photo Podcast Facebook group. We also have an Instagram account under the account name Negative Positives. If you submit photos to Instagram, think about using the hashtag Negative Positives. You can support this program on coffee. That is ko-fi.com slash negative positives. You can get my music on Bandcamp. That is mikegutterman.bandcamp.com. Everybody stay positive and shoot some cool film photos. A Gutterman Cave Production!